0: Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal. Is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ I love you, and once again, here's today's message Be blessed We have something different, we have something different this month Because I believe God works in threes The Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit And so we have been doing things as a family And I believe if you do these things, God is going to honor that God is going to honor that. So if I could get my usher to come up for a second and pass these out, we do a little a little a little house. Take the take the white out. Look, let me get the white out. There you go. And if we run out, if you can just pass those out to everybody, if we run out. She got one, so if we run out, we'll um, we'll give the whites out. But God had God placed this uh, within my spirit to do this maybe about three months ago, and it's something for the house and it's something for people outside the house because people people were calling me asking me, hey, how can I participate in this financial fast? And um, so we had a few people call me and they participated in the financial fast as well. Uh, we had a few people participate in the the Thanksgiving. Um, challenge, where we wrote 10 things we were thankful for in the morning, 10 things we were thankful for at, at, in the evening time. Yeah. And had did it really change your perspective? Did that Thanksgiving oh, yeah. um, challenge change your perspective? It has changed my perspective. It has changed my perfe- perspective <laughs> greatly. Um, I'm not as upset as I used to be, because there's so many things to be thankful for. There's so many things to be grateful for, and God has blessed you with so much so that Thanksgiving, and I'm still doing mine, I'm still doing mine, I'm gonna to continue to do it, wake up every morning, write out 10 things I'm thankful for, wake up every morning. And when you, when you start the morning off with Thanksgiving, it sets your whole day up to flow beautifully. How many of us want peaceful days? Amen. It's everybody in this room, right? Amen. We want peaceful days. We wanna live at peace with all men. But how do we do that? We, we have a thankful heart. We have a thankful heart, we're thankful for our job, we're thankful for our car, we're thankful for our function, our mobility, the the ability to blink, see, move, live, breathe, hear, taste, eat, eat fried chicken if you want to, eat Popeye's chicken sandwiches if you want to, but don't eat too many, make sure you eat your vegetables too. Make sure you eat your fruits and vegetables too. But this Thanksgiving, this, this Thanksgiving, I'm telling you, it will change your life. When you have a heart of gratitude, it will change your life. So we here at New Beginning, we want to be a part of life change. We want to be a part of life transformation. We just don't want to just do the same old, do the same old, do the same old, come to church, go home, go, go to church, come home, go to church, come home. Did we run out? We ran out. Can we, we got some more. We have plenty more. So God wants us to do more than just go home, come to church and go home. So this month, December is a month of giving. That's why we are titling this series this month, The Gift. The Gift. So this month, if you, if you look at your calendar, starting today, today will be the week of love, the week of love. So every day this week, I'm going to challenge you to give love to everyone you come in contact with. Even if, even if it's your boss, they get on your nerves. Even if somebody cuts you off. Even if somebody grabbed the last box of Fruit Loops and Rouse's or Food World or Walmart. Well, Food World is not open anymore, right? I'm still living no. at that. Walmart, Rouse's, Publix. Somebody grabbed the last box of Fruit Loops. I want you to give them some love. So this whole week, every day this week, I want you to give love, give love this whole week, next week, um, and next. And you, you kind of get like a, you kind of get a, um, you kind of get a, uh, a preview of what we'll be talking about each week, so you can kind of prepare your mind. So this week we'll be talking about the gift of love. Next week we'll be talking about the gift of the local church, and the local church here is New Beginning Christian Center, is us. So how can you share NBCC? You can share a post if you're on social media. You can share a card, you can share an outline. I know you have hundreds of outlines. No, you don't have hundreds of outlines yet. You maybe got like, what, 40 outlines so far? Quite a few, so you can give that outline to somebody. Lady Pilar did something really fantastic at her job. She made a copy of an outline and put, put it on her glass window so when people are walking by, they can read the outline and read the points. And so somebody was like, hey, um, can I get a copy of this? So we can give out the outline. We can give the outline out. You can share the outline with somebody on Facebook. You can share a post. We post every day at New Beginning. So you can share a post. There's a lot that you can do. Um, Third week will be the gift of a compliment. So every day in that week, you'll give somebody a compliment. Now give them a sincere compliment now. Don't be like, I just like your shoes. Like find something really sincere that you like about that person. So the third week will be the gift of, of a compliment. Fourth week will be the gift of encouragement. So compliment and encouragement kind of almost go, to, go hand in hand, almost. But encouragement can be, you can encourage yourself. You can encourage somebody else in their dreams. You can, you can speak life to somebody's dreams. You can speak life to um, what they see their life going. And the fifth week, that'll be, it'll just be a continuation of encourage someone. So this whole month, you got something to do here. You got something to do, give love, Give a post, share a post, uh, give a compliment, encourage someone. Mm-hmm. So this calendar, if you would, um, can we? is this digital? Did you email it? So we'll post it on our Facebook page, and so we can share it um, and share it with other people who may want to join in with us. Mm-hmm. Amen? So everybody say new month. New month. New series. New series. So this series, this month, will be the, the gift series. Everybody say the gift series. So if you would, turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10. And once you get there, if you would, jump to your feet. Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10. I'm Thank you, Lord. And how many of you all had a good Thanksgiving? I see some, some satisfied faces it was got some good macaroni and cheese. My sister made some great macaroni and cheese this week. She did a great job, and she made a pound cake, too. Cheesecake, yeah. Well, she didn't make the cheesecake. Mom made the cheesecake. She, but she made a good pound cake, though, a really good pound cake. So this was a week of family, so it was, it was good to spend time with your family. And I want to say, uh, before, I, before we read this, uh, happy early birthday to Mom. My mom, she'll be turning 60, 63, 63. <laughs> she say 36, she say 36, but happy birthday, and uh, we'll talk on, we'll talk on Tuesday, we'll talk on Tuesday. So Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10. And is everyone there? Um, I see everybody on their feet. And let's read this together on the count of three. And I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Classic Version, so I'm going to have a few more words than you, okay? So, one, two, three. Keep out of debt and owe no man anything except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor, who practices loving others, has fulfilled the law relating to one's fellow man meeting all his requirements. The commandments, you should not commit adultery, you should not kill, you should not steal, you should not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as you do yourself. Love does no wrong to one's neighbor. It never hurts anybody. Therefore, love meets all the requirements and is the fulfilling of the law. That's a lot of words, right? Everybody like, fulfilling of the law. You have a lot of words too, huh? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Let's look from God in prayer. God, we thank you. We love you. We honor you for this day. I pray that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way and that you allow Holy Spirit to speak through me this morning. I pray, Lord God, that you allow this word to fall on good ground and cause transformation in your people's life. So we thank you. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, as you sit down, say the gift of love. And that will be our topic today. We'll be talking about the gift of love. Did you know love was a gift? And do you know where love came from? Do you know who created love? God God created love. God is love. God is love. God showed his love through sending his son, Jesus Christ. And I remind you all, all the time that God sent value for value. So God sent his son, Jesus, who was valuable to him, for us who are also valuable to him. It says in John chapter 3, turn there with me, John chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. John chapter 3, this is not in your outlines, but John chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. John chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. Everyone there? And yeah, we always highlight 16, but 17 needs highlighting too. 17 needs highlighting too. And this is what it says. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Stop. So God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die just for you. Isn't that something special that God would love you so much you wasn't even born yet? And God sent his son for you. See, that's love. That's true love in 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 that's true love in experience, true love in an encounter, true love in the in the flesh. By God sending his son for people that wasn't even born yet. So our kids and kids, kids, and kids, 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 kids. He sent his son for them. Because when God, th- when God loves, he not only thinks for the moment, he thinks for the future. When God loves, he not only thinks for the moment, he thinks for the future. So Scripture says for God so loved the world. So it did not exclude anybody there and say for God so loved the Christian world. For God so loved the Muslim world. For God so loved the black world, for God so loved the white world. It said, for God, for God so loved the world. So there's no exclusion on who God's love can cover, because God's love can cover everybody. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God, verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So God never sent Jesus to condemn us. So why are we condemning others? Love never condemns, love never judges, love doesn't condemn. Love is love. So God didn't send his son into the world to say, You're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong you doing that wrong, and you shouldn't be living like this, and I'm not going to love you until you do this right. I'm not going to love you until you get your life right. You. That's not the type of God we serve. That's not the type of creator God is. That's not the type of Jesus that we serve, because Jesus loves everybody. Jesus never restricted his love from, him, from anybody. He never said, well, or you, you are homosexual, or you are uh, Democrat, or you are Republic, or you only got this many years of college. I'm not going to love you. No, he loves everybody. So that means that we should look through Jesus' eyes and love everybody. Love like Jesus. Y'all remember that? Love like Jesus. When we love like Jesus, then we love on a different level. See, a lot of us are just loving surfacely. Oh, I love you. All right, now. But we never really go deep into the matter. <laughs> See, we say I love you from the bottom of my heart. But love is a whole heart matter. Love is not just a bottom of the heart matter. It's not just a, a fourth of your heart. Love is a whole heart matter. Whole heart, whole heart. So God, if God didn't send his son into the world to condemn, why are you condemning others? Crickets, right? Crickets. So we, 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 we should never condemn one another. We should only love one another because that's what God called us to do. God called us to love one another. So let's get back to the, get back to the, so what is a gift? What is a gift? A gift is something voluntarily transferred by one person to another without compensation. A gift is something voluntarily transferred by one person to another without compensation. So when God sent his son, that was a gift to us. We didn't have to pay for it. We didn't have to pay for Jesus. We didn't have to pay for um, salvation. All we had to do was repent and change our mind, because repenting is a changing of your mind from what you used to do to what Holy Spirit and God and Jesus wants you to do. So it's a change in your mind. So a gift. So 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 God never sent His Son into the world for us to pay for it. Because he sent his son into the world for him to pay for everything. Did y'all hear that? Right. God did not send his son into the world for us to pay for. He sent his son into the world for him to pay for. So he, he, he paid every sin that you could commit or could have committed, he paid the price for. it. Thank you, Lord God. So we serve a God who we don't have to pay him to receive what has already been given to us. So God has already given his son to us. So Jesus Jesus did not, Jesus did not cost us anything. Thank you, God. So the hierarchy of the gift of love, the hierarchy of the gift of love is this. Our lives should be a gift of love to God. Our lives should be a gift of love to God. Our lives should be a gift of love to ourselves. So this is the hierarchy. So when you think of hierarchy, okay, so you think of levels, right? You got a king, and then you got the queen, and then you got the princess and princess, and then you got um, the servants. Or who, I, I don't really know the hierarchy of all of that, but hierarchy, right? So first, our lives should be a gift of love to God. Gift of love to God. So gift of love to God. Secondly, our lives should be a gift of love to ourselves. It should be a gift of love to ourselves, because I can't properly love if I don't love God first. Because God is love, so God teaches me how to love. So God teaches me how to love me first. So when God teaches me how to love me, then God teaches me how to love we. You hear me? When God teaches me how to love me, God teaches me how to love we. So our lives should be a gift of love to God first. Secondly, our lives should be a gift of love to ourselves. And thirdly, our lives should be a gift of love to others. Our lives should be a gift of love to others because the scripture says, the scripture says to love God and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you have to love yourself first before you learn how to love your neighbor. Because if you don't love yourself first, then what you do to yourself you're going to do to your neighbor. So what you say to your na- what you say to yourself first. You're going to say to your neighbor what you think about yourself first. You're going to think about your neighbor. So it all flows like that. it all flows like that. so I love God first, I love myself secondly, and now I love others thirdly. So when I have that when I have that hierarchy in order, then I properly love. but when I don't have that hierarchy in in order, then I won't properly love. I won't be able to love others correctly because my hierarchy is out of place. okay so Every day in every, in every, every day in every way we should live from love. So every day and every way we should live from love. So everywhere you go, everything you do, it should be from love. So when you live from love, you're living from God because God is love. The scripture says, in him we live, move, and have our being. So if we're in him and God is love, then we are in love as well. Did you hear me? If we are in him, because in him we live, move, and have our being, and God is love, then in him is love as well. So when we live from love, we live from God. So our life should be a depiction of that every day. When people see you, they should see love. They shouldn't see fear. They shouldn't see hate. They shouldn't see discrimination. They shouldn't, they shouldn't see condemnation. See, a lot of times the reason why we're not able to attract people to us is because they, see the, they don't see love. They don't see love. They see everything other than love. All right. They see, man, this person gonna judge me. Man, this person not gonna talk. This person not gonna be kind to me. This person not gonna speak kind to me. And who who doesn't let me ask you this? Who loves criticism? <laughs> who just absolutely loves criticism? Like criticize me all day, all you want. Talk about me, talk about my mama, talk about my daddy, talk about my family. Who likes that? Anybody? Anybody like criticism? All right, so why are we criticizing others? Why are we condemning and why are we judging others? So if we don't like to be criticized, if we don't like to be judged, if we don't like to be talked bad about, then we have to change how we talk about other people. Well, first off, the reason why, let me give you just a little caveat, the reason why people criticize other people, you criticize what you don't know. You criticize what you don't know. So a lot of times people criticize people is because they don't know what's going on. They only see one part of the story. Amen. They only see one side of the story. So I can criticize you easily because I only see that one side. But on the back side, they don't know what's going on. Because that person has only showed, you a, a, they've only showed you a front side picture. But there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. So we have, to, we have to, as God's people, we have to change how we view ourselves, because when we change how we view ourselves, then we will change how we view other people. Amen. So really, we honestly, we have to change how we view God, because if we view God as this God that hates us, and this God that's angry at us, and this God that's mad at us, this God that's going to condemn us and judge us, then guess what? That's the same type of mentality that we're going to have towards ourselves and the same mentality that we're going to have towards others, because what's in the heart, it has to manifest through the mouth. So if it's in your heart as something bad, then it has to manifest through your mouth as something bad as well. So we have to change our perception of how we look at God. So how do you look at God? Do you see God as a God of love, a God of peace? See, a lot of us see God as that Old Testament god God of war, and God of vengeance is mine, and God just going to strike me down, and we live in fear, but there's no love in fear because a perfect love casts out fear. So when we understand perfect love casts out fear, then we won't live from fear. We won't live from hate. We won't live from negativity because we live from God. Say, I live live from from God. God. Say, I live live from from love. So when we live from God and we live from love, then we stop condemning ourselves, we stop condemning other people. Stop condemning yourself. God is not condemning you. He didn't send his son to condemn you. He didn't send his son to to talk bad about you. See, Jesus didn't come here and just go and talk bad about people. Even when people were talking bad about him, even when the Pharisees and Sadducees were talking bad about him, Jesus wasn't like, hey, I mean, hey, apostles, hey, disciples, come here, let me holler at you. Let me tell you about these Pharisees and say, let me talk negative about them. No, he never did that. He loved them despite them um, using him the wrong way, despite him, because they called him all type of names. They called him a bibber, right. right? Y'all know what a wine bibber is. They call him alcoholic, okay? A drunk. And bring it to today's terms. A bibber equals alcoholic. A bibber equals a drunk. But Jesus knew who he was. And he knew who God was. So since he knew who God was, then God revealed to him who he was. And so when he revealed to him who he was, then he revealed to him who other people were. So he viewed people differently. See, he didn't see people, how the Pharisees and Sadducees saw, why are you hanging with the tax collectors? Why are you hanging with with, with the publicans? Why are you hanging with them? Why are you hanging with these people who, who do this? Because Jesus understood his assignment, and his assignment was love. See, your assignment is love, too. So what gift are you giving? Are you given the gift of hate? Are you given the gift of condemnation? Are you given the gift of, of, of criticism? Are you giving that gift? Or are you giving the gift of love? So where we live from, when, when we live from love, we live from God, and I said that. Turn to One John chapter four, verse seven. One John chapter four, verse seven. When we live from love, we live from God. We live from God. See, we should be always living from God. We shouldn't be living from fear. Because when we live from fear, the scripture says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So the spirit of fear that you're living from is not of God. That spirit of hate that you're living from is not of God. That spirit of condemnation that you're living from, that's not of God. It's not of God. And it will never be of God because God doesn't look at us to condemn us. He didn't send His Son into the world to condemn us, but He sent His Son into the world to save us. So love saves. Jesus saves. Love saves. Love saves. So everyone at 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. And this is what it says. It says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is springs from God. And he who loves his fellow man is begotten, born of God, and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize and get a better and clearer knowledge of him. So when you truly give the gift of love, you know and understand God clear. When you truly give the gift of love, you know and understand God clear. See, the reason why we don't understand who God is is because we're not given the gift of love, because God is love. So the there's a scripture that says, how can you say you love God but hate your brother? How can you say you love God but treat other people bad? How can you say you love God but talk bad about people? How can you say you love God but give them a fake smile when you see him? Oh Amen. How can you say you love God but talk about somebody behind their back? That's right. so, how, so, so, so how can we say we love God when we're doing all of these things that are not of God? Mm. Teach it. Because when we're doing the things that are not of God, then we're really working out of flesh. We're working out of what we think it should be. Well, it should be like this. It should be like that. It should be like this. But the scripture says, the scripture says, it's, let us love one another, for love comes from God. It springs from God. So love springs. So when you think of springs, you think of water. Mm-hmm. So water really never ends. So love comes from God. It springs from God. So love is constantly coming from, from God. So when you take love from love, you get love. You take love from God. So, so, so when, you, when, you, when you get love from God, then you will understand that love can never run out because it springs from God. So it's springing from God. See, love is going to keep loving. Joy is going to keep joying. Peace is going to keep piecing. It's going to keep going. It's not going to stop because that's what God is. See, God, God we, can't, we, cannot, we cannot... What's the word I'm looking for? We cannot stop the flow of love from God. Because there's that much love from God. It's so much love, it's overwhelmingly love. Overflowing love. It's an oasis of love. So when I live from that oasis of love, then that oasis of love will come from my life as well. Because what's in my heart will have to spring into my reality. It will have to spring into my reality. If, if, if love is not in my heart, then it can't spring from my reality. If if kindness is not in my heart then it cannot spring into my reality. If peace is not in my heart it cannot spring into my reality. Because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So whatever's in your heart guess what it's going to come out. So if you neg if you rude if you critical if you not kind if you mean if you hateful it's going to spring from your heart. You can't hide it. It's gonna show itself. Amen. You 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 can't hide it. You you as much as you want to, oh I love you, I love you, I love you with the love of God. <laughs> it's gonna come from your heart. See, you see, you can say something, but what you say is not al- it's not really always necessarily true. Because people are gonna feel what's coming from your heart. Maya Angelo says, Well, she says this, she says, Um, I may not remember the words you say, but I remember how you make me feel. So if a person makes you feel no love, guess what? And you say, I love you. I love you, Sister Yolanda. I love you. But meanwhile, I'm talking to Pilar. You know, Sister Yolanda, blah, 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 this, this. I can't even think of nothing, any negative to say about you. I can't even think of nothing to say about you, right? So... So it's an example, you all. It's an illustration, okay? Illustration. I, I have nothing <laughs> negative to say about anybody because I love you all. But anywho, anywho, anywho. So I, I, I can't say I, I, I love her but then turn around and say something negative to my wife about her. I can't do that because that's not love. That's not love. And see, a lot of times we'll preface We'll preface a lot of stuff that we'll do with, oh, I'm I'm speaking from the love of God. I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart because I love you. You 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 cannot you cannot give a a um what's what's the you cannot give a small print cover of love for something negative that you're gonna say or do. You cannot give a small print of cover of love or I'm going well, to say this out of love. I'm saying this from, from the love of God because I love you. And then you say something negative. Mm-hmm. That cancels out this right here. Right. This, is, this, 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 this They don't even match. They don't even match. So a lot of us, we do that sometimes. Well, I'm going to say this because I love you. But blah, blah, blah. And so they say something negative. And you're like, what? You love me and you're going to say this about me? You love me and you're going to feel this about me? What? It, don't, it, it doesn't go. It, it's like mixing oil and water. And guess what? The oil is going to sit on top of the water. And that's exactly what we've been doing. We've been trying to mix love and negativity. And you can't do it. You'll never be able to do it. You'll never be able to do it as long as you live. So we have to, we have to grow up. Everybody say grow up. grow up. So We have to mature when it comes to love. Right. We, have to, we can't say nothing negative about anybody. We can't condemn anybody. We can't criticize anybody, because when you when you criticize, so so let's 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 and we're gonna do this series in next year. Gonna call it Church Rules. Probably get in trouble for that, but it's okay. I'm radical like that. But we can't live by grace and expect nobody else to live by grace. So we can't say I'm saved by grace. Well, we see somebody messing up over here and say they're not saved by grace because grace covers all. So, so when I live by the law, if I, if I mess up in one part of the law, I mess up in all 613 of the laws. It's not just Ten Commandments, 613. So you judge somebody by one, then you have been held accountable for all of them yourself. So love teaches you to, to live from grace. Love doesn't teach you to live from the law, because when you live from the law, you are not living from love, because you're living from condemnation. You're living from the rules, and Jesus came to break the rules. Jesus came to get rid of the rules. So Jesus was, he was the propitiation of our sins, so he came to get rid of the rules. So that means that we have to stop living by the rules in church and start living by love. Because we'll draw a whole lot more people with love than we will with rules. How many of you have ever heard, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, and you went and did it? Everybody in this room. Because we don't like to hear, don't. You tell me don't do something, I'm going to go find out why you told me to don't do it. We don't like to be told what to do. So we have to live from love and not from the law. We gotta stop living from the rules. We gotta stop living from the commandments and live from love. So that means I love everybody. I don't care what they're doing. Amen. I love everybody. Even, even, even if they don't agree with what I agree with, I still gotta love you. I still have to love you. So I have some friends that are, that that I have some friends from college um, that don't necessarily agree with my with my with our lifestyle of, of heterosexuality. But I can't say I hate them. I can't hate them. I can only love them because love draws more than hate. Love draws more than fear because the opposite of love is not hate, it's fear. It does. It covers everything. It covers a multitude of sins. So I cannot judge them based on their decisions. I can only love them. See, we have to stop trying to be God and just love. Now, we are little guys, of course, yes, but we have to stop being God and just love. Just love. Like, like Nike say, just do it. Just love. Mm-hmm. Period. Just love. Mm-hmm. You don't, we don't agree. I don't have to fight you. I don't have to beat you over the head with your Bible. We don't agree. I don't got to beat you over the head with this. I just got to love you. And so we'll draw a whole lot more people with love than with, well, the Bible say this and I... See we we got to we got to we got to we got to move from that that mentality. We got to move from that we got to move into a mentality of love. So turn to 1 John chapter 4 verses 9 through 11. 1 John chapter 4 verses 9 through 11. And this is one of my favorite key points in this in this in this this month, in today's in today's sermon. It says this, who God sent Jesus was his gift of love to us. So who God sent, it's in parentheses, Jesus. So, Jesus. So when God sent Jesus, it was his gift of love to us. Amen. How we love others is I give back to him. Who Jesus, so, so when God sent Jesus, God was saying, okay, I love you so much, I'm going to send my son for you. Even though I don't agree with what you're doing, I'm going to still send my son for you to die for your sins. How we love others is I give back to God. So if I'm loving others if, if I'm not loving others then I'm not giving the gift back to God. I'm keeping the gift for myself. Well only Jesus can save me. He can't save you. <laughs> only I can live by grace. you can't live by grace. So when I understand when I understand that my gift of how I love others is my gift back to God, mm-hmm. then I'll start to live differently. Mm-hmm. I'll start to love differently. I start to see people differently mm-hmm. so it's important, it's important to give that gift back to God in how you love others. So everybody at 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 11? Yes. And it says this, In this, the love of God was made manifest, displayed where we are concerned, and that God sent his Son, the only begotten or unique Son, into the world, so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifices for our sins. Be loved. If God loved us so very much, we also ought to love one another. So if God is giving you so much love, why are you trying to hold it all to yourself? God's love is only for me. It's not for we. It's not for you. It's only for me. And when we live from that, it's only from me mindset, then we live from a selfish mindset. Mm-hmm. But Jesus came and he was selfless. Yeah. That's right. He thought about other people's first. He thought about other people first, other people's. He thought about other people <laughs> first, right? <laughs> you an know, adding S's to everything. People's, <laughs> others, others, people's. I love S's, I love multiplication, but I'm working on that. So God, God, God sent his son and Jesus focus on other people first. So, so he didn't focus on himself all the time. He didn't just say, well, it's about me. What I'm going to do here? What I'm going to do about me? Right now. No, he said it's about we. So he, had a, he, he, he switched his me mindset to a we mindset. So he was thinking about everybody. He was thinking about everybody. So he loved everybody. He loved the Pharisees, the Sadducees, even though they talked about him. He loved loved the Gentiles. He loved the Jews. He loved everybody. He didn't say, well, I can only love this sect of people. I can only love these people. No, he loved everybody, and he still does. So no matter what you're going through, Jesus still loves you. No matter what you've gone through, Jesus still loves you. No matter what you did in the past, Jesus still loves you. No matter what you're doing right now, Jesus still loves you. No matter what you're going to do tomorrow, if God grants you that day, Jesus still loves you. Jesus' love will never run out for you. God's love will never run out for you because it's unconditional. So there's no conditions to his love. There's no levels you got to... So I got to... So, so a lot of times, and, I, and I've, I've been this, in this mindset, man, I got to do so much good to receive God's love. You don't. You don't. You don't have to... You don't, you don't have to... Out, you See, you can't out-good God's love. You can't out-good God's love. You can't out-bad God's love. You can't out-work God's love. You can't out-feel God's love. God's love is just God's love. It's unconditional. It's always there. It's never-ending. It's a river. It's flowing. It's a spring. It's an oasis. So his love will always be there. His love will always be flowing. It won't stop. It won't stop. It can't stop. <laughs> Yeah, so, so God's love would never stop. Some of the millennials got that. So God, <laughs> so God desires that our love go to another dimension. God desires that our love go to another dimension. God does not want us to stay on the surface level of love. So when we stay on the surface... See, see have you ever been around a hyper-spiritual person They're so hyper-spiritual that they can't even love you? When I say hyper-spiritual, I mean like overly-spiritual. So I'm so spiritual that I can't love you. I'm so, huh, who are these people beneath me? Like, who are these people that are looking? Like, 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 have you ever been around a person like that? Just like, just self-serving, self-righteous, just got this mindset of, I can't love you, but I love God. But the scripture says, how can you love God and hate your brother? How, how, how can you love God and, and, and not love those that are connected to you? Amen. So we, we have to change our mindset from being, I'm so hyper-spiritual that I can't love. to See, see Jesus didn't come here and become hyper-spiritual. I'm God, and he, 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 he humbled himself, and he, he learned how to become common so that he could love the people. Amen. See, a lot of times we'll get in church, and we forget about what we used to do, and we forget how to love people. We forget how to treat others. We forget how to be kind to people because we we've, we've had a life change. We think we really just had a um, we just had a flesh change, really. Because when you when you have a really total life change, you love everybody, and your love is authentic and is sincere. It's not just a it's not just a, a, a empty love. See, a lot of us give superficial love, and this is what we're doing. Hey, I love you. I love you so much. Take this love from me. And what we do, what happens, we will say take this love from me and they open it up and guess what? There's nothing in there. It's empty. It's flat. Its surface. Clanking symbols. And, cymbals. and I, I wish Nick was here cuz I wanted him to be able to hit the symbols for me. But we're going to get we're going to get to that on Wednesday. He in another world right now. We'll get him another time. We'll get Eli another time. But a lot of us I love is It's empty. Why? Why? We say we say we look good on the outside. I love you on the outside, but when it comes to really loving you from my whole heart, when it really comes to loving the deeper parts of you, loving you when you're, when I think you're not so lovable, right? Loving you when you get on my last nerves, right? Aren't you glad we don't get on God's last nerves? Aren't you glad it's not in Scripture God said, you got on my last nerves, I ain't going to love you today. You didn't didn't pray to me for two hours, I'm not going to love you today. You didn't read your Bible for seven hours, I'm not going to love you today. Aren't you glad there's no stipulations to God's love? It's just unconditional. So he'll never make us follow any rules to receive his love because he he just loves us. He just loves us. He just loves us. He loves you. He loves you, so God he, so so God's love is not like this. It's not empty. it's not it's not see-through. It's not oh what 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 and this this is what it looks like when we try to give love to people. It's empty and we not we're not sincere about it, we're not authentic in our love and we're wondering why people not really. Me- connecting with us, how they should connect with us, is because our love is superficial and it's empty. But when I understand who God is, when I understand who God is, and He fills me with His love, Amen. and you already feel with His love, you just have to become a, in a, you have to become aware of it. See, God loves you so much; He lives within you. You just, you just have to become aware of it. When you become aware of what's already within you, you'll never have to go looking outside of you for what's already in you. See, a lot of us go looking outside for love, but love is right here. A lot of us go, look for other, go looking for other things for love. I got this, I got that, now I got love. Now, love will be attracted to me, but they're not really looking within, because love is within. God lives within. God, doesn't, God is just not this big old being in the by and by in the sky. No, God lives right within you. He lives right within you. So when I become aware of who lives within, you, within me, the scripture says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So when I understand greater is he that is within me, that means that great love is within me. I mean that great peace is within me, great joy is within me, great kindness is within me. I just have to tap into it. So when I tap into what's already in me, when I tap into the love that's already in me, then I will start to see how to love other people. I will start to see how to love myself. I won't won't be backbiting to others. I won't be cutting people with my tongue. I won't be saying things that that hurt people. I'll be saying things that build people, that, that heal people, because Jesus said things that healed people, because he spoke from love, because he understood who was within him. He understood who he was. So since he understood who he was, then he lived from love. So we have to live from love, and when we live from love, then our love isn't empty anymore. It's, this, this, this has something in here. This has something in here. So it's, it's something of substance. Right. See, when I live from a surface level of love, I don't got no substance. I don't got no substance. I'm just, I, I think I'm full. I look good on the outside. I love on the outside, yeah. I love your appearance. I love your shoes. I love your hair. I love your clothes. I love your eyes. But do you love me? Like for me? For who I am? Do you really love me for who I am? Because God did not create us all the same. God is not a cookie cutter God. So God put within each and every one of us specific pieces of him. So the question is, can you love those specific pieces of him that are in other people. Because God, see, see, see God, see, you look at a rainbow, there's seven colors in a rainbow. So God is just not a one-color God. God is a multi-color God. Yes. So when I understand that God is a multi-color God, then that means that I will become a multi-lover. Because I love everybody. I don't care if you are Asian, I don't care if you are Caucasian, I don't care if you are African, I don't care if you're Jamaican, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republic. I don't care if you have four years of school, eight years of school, 12 years of school, no school. That's irrelevant to me. That's irrelevant to God. What I want to do is I want to love others as I love myself. So when I love others as I love myself, then my love is not superficial. My love has some substance to it. So the question I want to leave you with is, does your love have substance to it? Are you loving superficially or are you loving just to say you love just to i love you but guess what i said about you a few weeks ago guess what i thought about you guess how i feel about you cuz you can feel how a person feel about you Amen. you you can't lie about you can't lie about vibes you can't lie about um feels you can't lie about that you can't you 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 can probably lie in your words but you can't lie about what you emit from your heart you can't lie about you can't you can't you can't fake the you can't what they say you can't fake the funk something like that. You can't fake that. You can't can't fake your spirit. You can can fake your words, but you can't fake your spirit. So it's your spirit a spirit of love is your spirit a spirit of fear? Amen? Amen. Amen. So join us on Wednesday night and we'll go to part two of this. It's going to be really fantastic. We're going to go a little bit deeper and we're going to teach some how-tos how to do this, how to give the gift of love, how to be really about love. So if you would stand to your feet Where is your love? Is your love Is your love superficial? Or is your love authentic? Is your love empty, or is your love full of substance? What, 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 where do you live when it comes to love? Do you live from love or do you live from fear? You live from fear. You live from fear. And right where you are, I just want you to just close your eyes right where you are. Just close your eyes right where you are. Holy Spirit is leading me to open your eyes again, sorry. Holy Spirit is leading me to, to do this. Just uh, to, to speak prophetically here. There's some people in here that are searching outwardly. I don't know who it is. You're searching outwardly. To feel the inwardly, but God is already within you right now. You don't have to search in things, you don't have to search in people, you don't have to search in, in,